What's up, guys? Hope you've all been well. Man, I am getting so fucking sick of these disrespectful little fucking idiots in these big box commercial gyms. No common courtesy. It's not big guys. You know, big guys are not the problem. Like, bodybuilders, like, they get it. They're respectful. I have never, ever had a problem with a serious bodybuilder in a gym. It's always, like, just that fat fuck or that scrawny motherfucker with a chip on his shoulder. And it's like they walk in there with this inferiority complex because now they're in the one environment where nobody nobody recognizes them. No, they don't stand out from a fucking crowd because they're a scrawny piece of shit. So a lot of them, you know, they got to rap and do a little dance between their sets or some fucking ninja kicks or shadow boxing or whatever the hell else they do to get attention. But so now he, 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 here's a new era. It's it's the cell phone machine guard. All right. They like to set their phone on the machine to guard the machine. Oh, I know you won't mess with my $800 iPhone. Bitch, you're lucky I don't smash that motherfucker. I go to use a peck deck today. Nobody around it. There's just a phone sitting on there, okay? Like, I'm just supposed to figure out that that's, that, that's a guard. That's like a guard dog. I'm like, fuck this shit. I take the phone. I set it on the ground. He's lucky I even set it down nicely. You know, I should have just threw the goddamn thing. I go to do my set. I'm in the middle of my set. And this tall, scrawny bitch walks over there. And he's like, uh, hey, man, I was using that. I'm, I'm going back and forth between these, these few machines. Well, the other machine that he's using is across the goddamn gym, right? Like, I'm just supposed to know that. He's like, yeah, I was using that. And I, I said, yeah, well, now I'm using it. And he's like, well, can I at least work in? Yeah, absolutely. I don't have a problem with you working in. See, because I know about gym respect. And, and I'm just like, man... People got a hell of a lot of nerve. I would have never have walked up to somebody my fucking size looking like that and said shit where I come from. Never. A matter of fact, I respected those guys. And I'm not saying I'm like, it, that doesn't even matter, but it should. It should because if you fuck with somebody, you should get a knuckle sandwich. Is that too old of a word to use? Knuckle sandwich. <laughs> When's the last time you heard that one, huh? I don't know why that just popped in my head. <laughs> what do you What do you have to eat? Yeah, I'll have a knuckle sandwich and a, a, a medium Coke Zero and some of those baked lays. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, come on, man. Have some fucking respect. And then you put them in their place and don't be nice. Don't be nice. Let me tell you something. The nicer you are, the worse they get. You, you cannot be nice. You got to come out like right out of the gate with like, fuck you. Now you're not. Now you're not using it. You know? But I mean, how, how much balls does it take in the first place to leave like a seven or $800 phone just sitting there? A f I, I, f I fucking hate phone. I, I swear to God. Cell phones have been the worst invention ever. Ever. Nobody's in tune anymore. Like everyone's just tuned out. Just got headphones in their ears, walking around, driving down the street, looking at the fucking phone, walking down the sidewalk, looking at the phone. You know what I think you ought to be able to do? I think you ought to be able to body check those motherfuckers and get away with it. That should be like a, a, an unwritten like rule, like, or, or it shouldn't be against the law. It should not be considered assault. If someone's walking down the street and they're about to walk into you and they can't pay attention, 
Body check those motherfuckers. Yeah, I fucking hate it, man. Yeah, you can guard the machine with your phone. Get the fuck out of here. You know why I look the way I look and you look the way you look? It's because I come in here to fucking lift, not bullshit around. It's a crowded-ass gym, okay? If you want to be that way, go work out on your own. Go work out at home, you know? But Jesus Christ, like, you're going to do this shit. It's selfishness. It's selfishness. And here's the thing. They don't think it's fucking wrong. They don't even know whether it's right or whether it's wrong. It's fucking disrespectful. You don't own the gym. Get the fuck out of here. Anyway, that's my rant. All right? Sorry. A little pissed off right now. That's just how it is. That's why most of the time I don't go to this bitch-ass Planet Fitness. I go to this other gym. It's a private gym, 24-7. You flash your car. It's like a little card scanner in front of the door. It unlocks it. Lights automatically come on when you come in there. The fucking rock and metal music comes on. And the, he's got energy energy drinks. Energy drinks, protein drinks, bottles of water in a cooler on a fucking honor system. You drop your cash in the box and there's no trouble. Nobody fucks around because you're not going to fuck around and get away with it. He's going to kick your ass out. It's a small gym and maybe has 100, 120 members. Everybody's very respectful and everyone in there is working hard. And I love that fucking gym. Damn it, I love that gym. And I hate it when there's days where I can't go to that gym. But today was one of them. Today was one of them. I had to go to the pharmacy. Had to pick up my testosterone and a couple other medications. No, not psych meds. Lisinopril is a kidney protectant. I take it more as a kidney protectant. Not for my blood pressure. Lisinopril doubles as a kidney protectant, actually. And uh, what was the other one? Simvastatin for my cholesterol. Because I do have uh, cholesterol gets a little bit higher. Because I'm on testosterone replacement therapy. And that's what can happen when you're on test for a while. Right? No big deal. Just take this. Take that. Right? Like a race car coming in for a pit stop. I need new tires. Adjust my spoiler. Mm-hmm. So, what am I going to talk about today? Uh, good fucking question. I've been thinking a lot about diet. I've been thinking a lot about uh, how it's very, very easy to, it's almost easier to get dead set on one thing the longer that you're involved with fitness in the gym. It's very, very easy to go in that grocery store and say, oh, you know, I'm only going to get fats and proteins or the next week I'm only going to get carbs and proteins and I'm going to take out my fats. And we come up with all these game plans like this is the way, like this is the only way I'm going to do it right now. And I think that that shit will fuck you all up. I think it can lead to wasting money on food at times because your mind can't make, you can't make up your mind. Like whether you're going to eat this way or whether you're going to eat that way. And I think it makes it easier to be more hot and cold. When What I mean by hot and cold is either you're in the diet 100% or you're not. You know, you're zero or 100. And I just don't think it's a good idea if you're not competing or if you're not trying to get to, you know, super, super low levels of body fat, like to the point where you feel miserable anyway, I'm talking about like, if you bodybuild as a lifestyle, I don't think that there's ever going to be one dead set way to diet like forever indefinitely where you're going to make uh, the ultimate level of progress. I just don't think that. So the other day. I was on my way to a race. Uh, I was taking my son. Well, actually, it was more my son. It was my wife, my son, my stepdaughter. Might as well just call her my daughter. Her dad's a piece of fucking shit. He hasn't been in the picture in a long time. 
he was in the picture, but you know, he was a he was a religious brainwashed peckerhead. Not that like, hey man, look, I got faith, you know, I go to church sometimes too, but there's some people, they are diehard with that shit. They start going around looking at everything like good, evil, heaven, hell, yes, no, beg for forgiveness. You know, some people just take that shit to, and ride it till the wheels fall off. He's a piece of fucking shit. I'm, I'm getting on another rant here. I'm getting on another rant. Where was I going with this? Oh, yeah. So me, my wife, my son, my stepdaughter, uh, my wife's cousin, Mike, and my stepdaughter's boyfriend. So six of us, six of us in a car, not in a car, in a, in a, or a Tahoe, all riding to this race, right? Going to this like redneck event. It was like this dirt race. My son loves anything to do with cars. Plays that game, what's it called? Forza? Forza Horizon or something like that. Some game on Xbox. You could build your cars up. And his favorite car is a Toyota Supra. And he says he wants to start saving his money now for a Supra. He's nine. <laughs> uh, and he's a big fan of Mazda RX-7s. But anyway, this was neither of those. We went to a dirt track. And, uh, you know, just something to do as a family. And I like, it was funny, we were riding along, and nobody knew what they wanted to eat. The plan was, I was going to take everyone out to eat, and then we were going to go on to the race. So, we're on this, like, back road, right? Like, we're, I'm out in the middle of fucking nowhere. And I'm riding through this one town, and there's, like, nothing that's open. It's, like, one of those desolate towns where maybe at one time there was some kind of industry, and the town thrived, and then the industry shut down, and now everybody's on fucking welfare. So we're riding along and there's like this diner. And at the last second, I like slam on the brakes. I whip the fucking car into the diner. I'm like, we're eating here. End of story. And everyone's like, no. Oh, come on. My wife's like, we're going to get fucking sick. And I'm like, you don't know that. It might be good. We walk in there. Like one of these old school places. You can still fucking smoke in the restaurant. You know. The seating area is small. Let me tell you something. This is the best fucking Philly cheesesteak I've ever had in my life. They brought me this thing out. I swear to God, it was like a whole fucking loaf of Italian bread just packed with steak. And I had a hard time finishing it. And it's not often I go out somewhere and have a hard time finishing anything. All right, so what I want to talk about is this Philly cheesesteak. Most people, I had tater tots too, fuck it. I'm not going to withhold any information from you guys. I ate some fucking tater tots. But hey, in true fat fuck fashion, I got the Diet Coke. I can look at this in one of two ways. Oh, I went off the diet. The food's it's going to make me fat and I just haven't been doing good. It's so hard. Or I could go in the gym the next day, like I did, train legs, heavy as fuck, hard as hell, use those extra calories to my advantage, and at the end of the day, I'd like to think it was a wash. It wasn't a legitimate 100% cheat, it was a fucking wash, because because of those extra calories, and because of that Philly cheesesteak, I was able to bang those legs harder than ever, you know? So I, I think a lot of people, they, like I said, it's that zero or 100%. Well, now, I woke up today, it's like, boom, right back on the diet, right? Now we're at the 100%. And, and I mentioned this before. So many people, they dwell on the fuck-ups. Like, they just dwell on it. And they're like, oh, well, if I drank last night, then why not drink tonight? And if I ate shit last week, then, yeah, let's eat shit this week. And let's uh, 
let's not get serious till we're ready to go on spring break about four days before. Like that motherfucker in the gym today. Like all those motherfuckers in that place. It's near a college, man. These fucking retards come in there like a week before spring break. And, you know, they, they, they want to start working out and using the fucking tanning bed and all that shit. It's fucking bullshit, man. And some drunk dude will fuck one of those bitches. They, they will. You know, I don't look at it like that. I want that chick that's dedicated, man. Fucking dedicated. And if I was a girl, I'd want that dude that was dedicated. Not that uh, not that fly-by-night asshole that was guarding all the machines with his phone while he's getting ready for spring break. You know, and you're just a big bad bodybuilder. You're just a bad guy. You know, somebody needs to call the cops. Somebody needs to call the cops. He touched my phone, put my phone on the floor, and then he said, right now, I'm using it. It's too fucking bad. <laughs> Woo! All right, so back to the diet. Back to the fucking diet. Let's not get too sidetracked here. Damn it, that bar went really high on that computer. That sound bar. That might sound fucked up. I still got to figure this shit out. I know basic editing skills, but uh, I haven't I haven't messed with all this a lot because. I don't really care about coming in with effects and all that shit. It's a, it's a fucking voice, right? It's, a, it's only so exciting I can make it. It's sound. If you need to add something to your diet, like an English muffin with peanut butter, maybe mix in your, maybe you take protein powder and mix it with half and half or, uh, or milk or something like that. There's really not a lot wrong with this. If you're eating within caloric parameters for like what you're trying to do. So I guess this would be considered like, and I hate this fucking phrase. I really do. If it fits your macros, I, I fucking hate that because if it fits your macros to most people translates into don't eat too much. But when we do eat, we don't make the best choices. I don't like to, I don't like to say that, but I guess it does. What I'm saying is, is if that stupid English muffin and peanut butter is what gets your ass through the week, right? Like once a day and you train like hard as hell, it's really not bad, man. Like the only time that, that you really need to go beyond that and totally drop it and be you know, clean as a whistle is if you really are trying to get super, super fucking lean to where like not only do you see your abs, you see your obliques and you see all the striations and everything like that and all the muscles and, and let's face it, if you're not doing a physique competition or a bodybuilding competition, then it's just not worth that because you're going to be miserable. So I, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, man, is like there's different ways that I eat at different times. So there are times where I cut my carbs lower. And then <clears throat> there are times where I keep the carbs in the diet and I maybe take the fats lower. It's a lot of back and forth. It's, it's just... I mean, boredom does become an issue once you've been doing this a long time. I mean, the boredom's there. So one of the meals I really like, and I didn't, I haven't done this in years, and I, like, I just remembered it, so I started throwing it back in the diet just for a change, is hash browns. So I buy these shredded hash browns from the grocery store. They're near the eggs. Uh, they're called Simply Potatoes. Um, the flavor I like is Southwest style hash browns. They get a little, little kick to them. Southwest style. So I'll put some olive oil in a pan and I'll cook the hash browns and I'll, I'll put the olive oil like actually on the hash browns, give them like that little crispy uh, coating. And then what I like to do is I'll take like three or four whole eggs and scramble them or I'll scramble them and I'll dump the eggs on top of the hash browns and I'll cook the eggs in the hash browns. 
that's a really good breakfast with a little bit of variety. It really is. And it's not necessarily like cheating, but yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's some carbs, but I think so many people are like, they're too quick to either be like no carbs or carbs or high fat or low fat. And I think that if you just kept plugging away bit by bit and just doing what worked for you, like what kept you on the, the straight and narrow, in the end, you would have a better physique. And when in, in the end, I mean, when you're in a fucking casket, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> there is no end to this shit. That's the thing. There's no end. There is no finish line. That's why you cannot just exclusively pick one way to diet, one way to train, and continue doing that forever. Forever. And say that, yep, yep, that's the best way. Yep, that's the number one way. I can tell you guys some shit, man. Like, all right, I was partial to this way of training for a long time. Um, and I haven't been recently because I've been working with some little aches and pains and, and, and you know, an injury in my elbow. Uh, but high-intensity training, all right, like traditional high-intensity training, right? Mike Menser made a big splash in the in the world of high-intensity training. He went and did all these seminars and, and talked about how, you know, bodybuilders are, are insane and there's no reason to do all this volume and this and that. But up until about, like, 1980, I think, or after after Mike got out of competing, after the 80 Mr. Olympia, Mike didn't do high-intensity training. Mike didn't only do one set. I know somebody who personally fucking knew the guy. He trained like everybody else up until he got with Arthur Jones and got out of the world of competing. And then it was kind of like, I don't know, there was a fine line between is one set all it takes? Is this what really works? And, or is this like a, a marketing thing? Is this just something I can I can make money on? Right? So... I'm not saying high intensity training doesn't work and it does. I think when used like at the right time, right place, I think it does. But there's a lot of truth that you guys don't know about. Mike did not do high intensity training until after his competitive days were fucking over until after his best physique was gone. All right. He didn't. So, I mean, he was changing his training. So there's like, there's like a real fine line between, what, what people are really doing and like what people are selling. So a lot of stuff, it's like they don't know how to explain it. Like they can't, they can't write a book and say, all right, there's times where you do this and there's times where you do that. They almost just kind of dumb it down and, and lead you to believe that this is the only way. So I can tell you right now, man, like I used to read these magazines in bodybuilding magazines. And it would, it would like list the guy's diet, right? He lists his diet and he lists his training. And his diet, every two or three hours would be, you know, exactly eight ounces of fish or 10 ounces of, uh, you know, filet mignon or whatever, you name it. <coughs> it was in there. Sorry about this cough. Son of a bitch, man. The pollen's real bad where I live right now. I mean, you can see the shit in the air. It is really fucking with me, man. I mean, like, if there's one thing about the southeast area of the country it's that you cannot have allergies at all and you move here you will have fucking allergies it's terrible other than that i love it but uh you know it, it's your sinus issues allergies is fucking horrible but i'll still take that in the heat over living in a fucking cold where i'm from freezing my damn balls off 
anyway, um, yeah, don't be afraid to change it. And like, don't think just because you're changing it, you're going to get a worse physique. Because there's, t there's times, I'll tell you guys, there's times where I've like backed off, where I've almost like, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm screwing around and I'm, I'm not going as hard as I could be. But I'm actually looking better and people are like, damn, you look like you're getting leaner or you're ripped up. You're getting ready to compete or, or what are you doing? And I'm just thinking to myself, like, why are they telling me this? Because I'm, I'm not, um, I don't feel like I'm going through the same deprivation that I normally go through when it, when it comes time to get as lean as I possibly can. So why am I looking like this? Well, I'm looking like this because my body is actually absorbing all those things that I've deprived it of. You know, it, it, it's, it kind of comes down to as elementary as it's going to sound, whether you're eating clean or you're not. Okay. Like I don't think a, a, a whole wheat English muffin is really that bad. I don't think a regular English muffin is really that bad. Uh, now if you're eating five of them every day, that might be kind of bad, but you know, it kind of all comes down to calories in and calories out. And I think there is something else to be said for feeling powerful, feeling good, feeling strong, being alert. It's like when you deprive yourself too much, you, you kind of get depressed. Like you stop, you stop feeling like the gym is helping your life. It, it, it feels like it's hurting your life. And then other things don't get done. And this could be like stupid shit, man. Like let's say your grass needs to be cut. Like mine does right fucking now. <laughs> um, you know, you might not get it done. You know, you might just be like, hey, man, I'm wiped out. Or like just stupid shit, you know, because you're putting all this energy into the gym and you're so deprived. So, yeah. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say today. Thank you for bearing with me and listening to me. I know there's been a couple rants in there, but, you know, sometimes you just, you got to take your rants out on, on your Audacity sound program. <laughs> so, don't be afraid to switch it up. Don't be afraid to go through different types of dieting because it's all part of one big picture, all right? So there's nothing that I think is going to be indefinite without needing to change for the boredom factor or needing to make a change because your body just needs these things you've been depriving it of and then you keep moving forward. There's more than one way to skinny cat. We'll see you next time. Thanks.